in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. At 12.06 on this primary day, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in. Facebook Live, this is the noon report. You can uh, go to Facebook and watch the report. And it is the voting of the governor who lives in they actually put out a video of the mother. So, listen, if, if Governor McKee or uh, Governor McGreed, whatever we want to call him, that's right. Oh, already shenanigans going on. I'm seeing this. Lynn Miller saying shenanigans are going on. Hi there, everyone. Who is this person that is infiltrating? Hmm. I didn't know that. All right. So we have uh, different trolls that come onto the page. All right. I'll deal with that later. I don't think I have time to deal with it right now. Although sometimes Juan underestimates himself. I did vote earlier. Folks, you want to, you know, you should vote. I encourage everyone to vote. Voting is a civic duty. And I know it's raining out. But what I was going to say was now you start to wonder if that was part of the plan of Governor McKee to have the roads flooded out. So then he he increases or thinks that that increases his chances of Low turnout. From what we understand, Governor McKee wants a low turnout today. So, can I? Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, do we have a new thing suspend? That's different. All right. Good afternoon to everybody. This is the, the uh, live report on uh, FB Live. We're going to be doing that later. This portion of the program, <coughs> folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. There's Juan's. I voted. They called out the name Juan. And I said, right here. All right. Here's your ballot. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know what else I noticed? Uh, as I, I walk to my polling place, I prefer to walk anywhere you can walk. I, I walk. And not doesn't mean I'm not an earthy, crunchy type. Just listen, it's it's always good exercise. Number two, it is why waste the gas and everything else? I'm I, I always walk. Um but PR landscape materials and garden center, as I was walking, I've noticed slowly everybody's your lawns, excuse me easy for me to say, are coming back to life. So uh, you're starting to see a lot more green, which is nice. And fall is in the air. And the homegrown mums and kale are outstanding at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Sizes ranging 4-inch, 6-inch, 9-inch, 12-inch, ornamental peppers, 4- to 6-inch pots. Everything needed, all your fall decorating and more. Pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds. Sugar pumpkins. Stop in, pick up some native vegetables, sweet corn, eggplant, zucchini, peppers, yellow squash, tomatoes, local honey. This is the best time to plant trees and shrubs. Cooler temperatures, less watering. We've had a lot of rain, and then it's going to be nice the rest of the week. And don't forget the uh, deer-resistant placata trees. They are always abravites. Beautiful choice, natural privacy, border 
sizes, three feet to 11 feet, mulch, screen loom, crushed stone. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. I was by there Sunday, folks, and it just, it absolutely, excuse me, looks terrific. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Where's the sheet? Harry, can I have the, okay. Um, nope, that's not the sheet I'm looking for. Where's the sheet that I'm looking for? Harry, where is it? Here we go. They have the Placata Green Giant Abervites. There we go. In stock, hundreds to choose from, three feet, 11 feet. Hey, gives you a nice privacy. They're fast growing, deer resistant, and it makes a beautiful natural border. It is true, President Trump built a wall at the southern border. However, you don't need a wall just to give yourself a little more privacy. And, you know, I think it always comes in handy. I always notice various people, yeah, I'm not going to ring their bell, whether I'm driving or walking, whatever. And I think, you know, do you really want everyone can see? You in your pool, maybe some people want people to see in the pool area. I'm thinking, you know, you just put like three to five green giant abavites, and then you get all the privacy that you need. It's not like you're putting up, I mean, obviously, you already have a fence. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, look for them on Facebook. So, primary day is here. I don't care what anyone says. So, turnout is low. Turnout is low. And, um, <clears throat> and, it will affect it as far as the I don't care when it, the rain affects it, maybe not for everyone. And I recognize a lot of people listening are saying, um, oh, you know, rain, you, you can always lecture. And then there's a lot of people, a lot of older, uh, well, older people traditionally vote. There are some people on a day like today, if they were going to go, they say it's raining or maybe they have to take the bus or what have you. But it it definitely doesn't help turn out. Now, with Governor McKee, I am interested to see that. Um, is that correct? Hmm. How do you know that? Let me ask this before I repeat this. How do you know this? I'm not going to just repeat that. A city council candidate. Hmm. And let me just ask what type of papers. What exactly does that mean? I'm not going to, that that could be an election day rumor. I'm trying to be fair here, folks. But this is, I'm going to break down the race in just a moment. But I want to play, now the McKee campaign, if, if he can pull this off, and I'll say one thing, Governor McKee has, I, I think the cupboard is bare. There's nothing more, I, I don't believe that he has left. There's the governor right now is in Rumford. Of course, with Pat Crowley, who is just evil, Steph De Silva, and Mayor Bob De Silva. So, Governor McKee is out there. Uh, she works for the Democrat Party. Uh, Crowley is a big union hack. Uh, to me, I believe the McKee people think Crowley is the tr- Secretary Treasurer of Rhode Island AFL-CIO. I mean, the guy is a communist. He thinks... Um, and Steph De Silva is uh, NEA Rhode Island. So they're out trying to help her um, get stuff done. But I, I believe that Governor McKee feels <laughs> his path to victory is through East Providence. And I'll give credit. Ian Donis put out a tweet. I recognize that everyone's on Twitter. Juan is on Twitter. You have to be on Twitter. I live on Twitter. Um, it, it's it's actually I, I I'll actually check the screen how much time per.
per, how many hours a day that I spend on Twitter? I mean, it, it just, it changed news. If you're in media and you're not on Twitter, you're nowhere. There are a few people like that. But if Governor McKee wins today, this is what he is going to claim tonight, put him over the finish line. And again, I want to be very clear. I'm not trying to be mean to the uh, the, the government. It's time to go. It's time to go. So they it's have. Time to go. All right. So they it's have. Time the to go. Mother. Uh, it's time to go. Willa. Willa it's McKee. Time to go. This is. It's time to go. They're going to say that go. um, Willa McKee lifted him over the finish line. So, so Governor McKee, Governor McGreed, Governor McSlees, whatever you want to call it. He was out early this morning. He's got the Uri. What's the hat he's wearing? Is that a, he's got one of my 401 hats on. That's interesting. I'll have to show that later. Oh, wow. Maybe he bought it off the website. Governor McKee is wearing one of my 401 hats. So that's interesting. So, and again, I want to be very clear. I'm not picking on the governor's mother. They put her out there and... They, um, Governor McKee's uh, day today, he is in Rumford. I believe he, they were, I think they were looking at the map, the McKee campaign, and they believed, okay, the Democrat primaries are normally won. The triangle, Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. I believe they looked at that and said, Okay, you know, we, we, we're going to go competitive in Providence, but it, it's tough. And I think um, I think they then brought this mayor of East Providence to Silva under the wing. And they felt there's got to be a lot of votes in East Providence that we can pull out. Because you haven't seen this type of a focus in East Providence before. So Ian Donna said, is East Providence the new Ohio? Meaning, you know, Ohio is one of those swing states. So Governor McKee... He was just in Pawtucket with Grabian, the mayor. He voted at Community School, Arna Mills Road, Cumberland at 10. 11 o'clock was in the bucket. He's in Rumford right now. And then he's going to lunch in Cranston uh, at Lou Umberto's Italian Kitchen at 1.15. And then at 2.30, <coughs> Governor McKee will visit Warwick's Vets Memorial Middle School with Speaker Joe Sicacci at 2.30. And so then he hits Warwick. So Cranston, Warwick, at 3.15, he's going to appear with the mayor in Johnston. Now, they had a falling out. And then at 4 o'clock, he is in North Providence with Dominic Ruggiero. And then he finishes the day in Providence. So... Um, so that is Governor McKee's, that's his plan day. Um, and, and I will say, you know, I, I think if you're them, he now is counting on all of the finding out exactly, you know, um, all he has to do is now is wait to see whether or not the unions are going to pull out for him. And the, the amount of money that he's given to the private sector unions, that's a motivator. That's a motivator. So I want to give you, apparently, now, Ted Nisi's putting out, the Democrat Governor Association put a real money behind this attack ad on Ashley Kalis, even before finding out who the Rhode Island Gov nominee will be. They're operating the same name as previous governor's race, Alliance for a Better Rhode Island. 
and just reported they've already gone through 350,000. So Ted Nisi breaking it. There's already a commercial on Ashley Kalis, the Republican nominee. Um, let me see if, does he have the full ad? Let me just double check this. This is interesting. Yep, here we go. To Rhode Island. It shows Rhode Island protected a woman's freedom to make decisions about her body. But Kalis, backed by anti-choice extremists, wouldn't have signed that law. So you say you're you're personally pro-life, but policy-wise, would you have signed that? Oh, no, I'm pro I'm pro-life. Ashley Kalis, out of state, out of touch, anti-choice. I'm Gemma Martin, treasurer of Alliance for Better Rhode Island, and I approve of and am responsible for the content of this ad. So that, that um, folks, that's, that actually bodes well for Ashley Kalis, that they take it that seriously, uh, take her campaign that seriously, that they're already up with attack ads. So as much as that people may think that that's bad, that's actually a good sign for her. But I want to right now at 1218, and I will play you, Dan York's producer, Don't no one's going to tell me the cat thing hasn't now gone into... The race, because now he's asking the lieutenant governor, do you identify as a human or do you identify as a cat? So can you imagine asking the lieutenant governor and also, folks, the bias? If I asked the lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos, who still uh, not exactly the king's English. And I and I get that. But and I think the media gives her a free pass on that. If she wins the primary, we, we are going all in. You're going to see us pivot in the general election. Now, and I, I understand people saying it's tough, and I agree, it's tough to get excited for the Democrat primary. The most important thing to go out is vote. I also want to give a compliment to Susie Yankee. Uh, in my polling place, they had a representative from the Republican Party under a tent, which made sense, set up nice, and had all of the Republican candidates that were on that particular ballot. The Democrat Party did not have that. So I like the presence I think it makes sense. And the person uh, working the tent was very cordial and just said, when in doubt or something like that, vote Republican, which I, I think is good. I think you need a little more stronger talking point. But I like the presence. I like that they were there. But here's what we're going to find out tonight. Now, first of all, <coughs> excuse me, folks, at um, at 1221, as as people, as we've been talking about, the mayor of Providence, Mayor Jorge Elodia. He wanted those voting machines out. Nellie Gorbea, the Secretary of State, at the very least, number one, she has not run a good campaign. But something that can't be disputed is she has not run an ethical campaign. Now, right now, it's 1220 on this Tuesday, primary day, September 13th. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Any type of barrier that you're not supposed to even go close to. She's blown through. It's it's almost like in a movie where you see, you know, they have a gate or a fence and the person, she's just ramming right through and going through the barriers. So what does that tell you? It tells you that she's not afraid to go close to the line. She then went into the finger pointing when they discovered that some of the machines for the Spanish voting machines and Spanish mail ballots had candidates from 2018. So uh, that's that's 
certainly cause for concern. How much of a concern? To the point where Mayor Lords to the Mayor of Providence said, I want those machines out of the city of Providence. Now, they failed with the Board of Elections. What also should be noted, now hear me out, because no one else will give you this analysis. What should be noted is what happened when there was a question about the ballots and about the machines. But it became like the, the right the, the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. Finger pointing. Board of Elections said it's not us. Gorbea said it's the vendor. The vendor pointed at the Board of Elections. It's nobody. It's like, as I say, like hot potato. If you've ever played hot potato, you catch it, you can throw it to someone else. That's what it became. That is a warm up for what you're going to see should anything go wrong. An awful lot of people have voted early. And there have also been a number of mail ballots dumped in those ballot boxes that are being counted in real time. So tonight, Gorbea, who has the voting list, who I believe is partnered with that Gonzalo Cuervo, her former chief of staff, is running for mayor of Providence. Tonight, we're going to find out if their strategy, which is using the mailing list... And here's, folks, here is the part at 1222 that no one else, no one else is going to tell you. You ready? Illegals have already voted. Boom. And there's nothing to stop it. Are they go? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, John DePietro. Are you telling me they're going to the polls? They're not going to the polls. There's no reason to go to the polls. I don't even believe they're actually filling out the information. There are campaign people that have their information and then they just fill out the ballot for them. No, I don't think uh, non-English speaking illegals are not going to venture into a polling place. Of course, they're not going to do that. They don't need to do that. That's why they have all the mail ballots in the early voting. So I want to just break down the top three. Tonight, if Gorbea comes out on top, and she may... Just remember, she's got the voting list. She changed the voting list. Nellie Gorbea has been preparing for this night since 2015. Since 2015, when she took over the Rhode Island Secretary of State's office, she's been preparing for primary night when she makes the bid for governor. In the summer of 2017, Without any notice or warning or any legislation, she completely changed the way our ballots, the voter lists are done. <clears throat> then thus hiding, hiding the birth date. So if you see um, Jose Gomez, you know, um, all you know is that a bunch of them, you don't know exactly if it's the same one that was born on a certain day. You just see. For some reason, there's 500 people by the name Hector Gomez who live in the the city of Providence. And they were all born in 1985. Must have been a popular name. So we're going to find out if her strategy. Now, what threw her off is obviously you watched her general election campaign was was terrible. She's not strong on the stage. Gorbea, what she then perfected was during COVID. COVID gave her the excuse to send out all those mail ballot applications Build up the list more. Um, and folks, the, the secrecy around voting, it should be one day. I don't care. You wait in line. I would even be open to if they had voting on Saturday. 
But this business, people have been voting for since August 20th. It's wrong. It erodes into the confidence. Mayor Lorza said you can't trust the machines they're using. If Gorbea wins, it's going to be on the early vote. She's not having a big turnout today. She is not having a big turnout today. Now, Helena, folks, she has certainly made a last push. I love her new commercial, by the way, that she released today. I think the question that's going to be for Helena, folks, former executive CVS, couple things. Number one, there's an element of if um, that she could have been DOA right from the beginning. The governor who's given a ride to the polls, Ryan Renner, the the Helena folks, her campaign because of opioids, Oxycontin at CVS. What we don't know is if she's if her campaign was just DOA out of the box, that maybe she was never overcoming it. Um, already, people are questioning, you know. Gina Raimondo ran for treasurer. Helena Folks, she could have run for treasurer. She could have run for secretary of state. Probably would have walked into the office. Nope, I'm going to go for governor. Any elements about the OxyContin, if she could have done four years in state office, uh, whether secretary of state and or general treasurer, she would have been able to put more distance between the problems with CVS, with the problems with the opioids. And a lot of the, you know, people would have emptied their barrels, so to speak, on all the attacks. But she didn't do that. Now, she's made a very good last minute push. She is depending on big voter turnout because she's, I don't think, going to get a lot of the mail ballots unless her and Alorza have something going the machinations inside the city of Providence. So I think she'll do well with undecideds. The McKee people, make no mistake about it, the McKee people have seen undecideds breaking for Helena folks. And let me tell you folks about undecideds. Traditionally in an election, the undecideds do not go with the incumbent. In this particular case, Dan McKee is the incumbent and actually Nellie's been out there. So with the, the, the folks people are counting on, if you're talking about a 20% undecided, that they are counting on <clears throat> that she's going to leapfrog from about 16 to 36 and take this thing. I don't know. Now, she also, over the past couple of days, number one, she had Nancy Pelosi come in. Now, there's a lot of voters, independent voters, Republican-leaning voters that obviously don't like Nancy Pelosi. So that was a turnoff. Number two, yesterday she got the endorsement from Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Now, as much as that was a dig at McKee, there's a lot of people that did not like Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. So if she found that both of those endorsements helped cement more of her base with the undecideds of the Democrat Party, then it was worth it. But she has spent, I think, at least four million of her own money. And you know, so when all is said and done, they're either going to say she blew through all that money and ran a terrible campaign. I, I know some people are saying she should have been doing a lot of this stuff and throwing the bombs at McKee earlier. 
But the problem is when you run these types of negative ads, your negatives rise. So the conventional wisdom is you wait till the end. And then that way, you know, your, your negatives aren't going up as much. They may have waited a little too long because now they seem like an angry campaign. Like now she is seeing, I mean, McKee on Friday unleashed the ad that she's pumping, CVS pumping drugs into Rhode Island homes. And that certainly, I think, caught the folks people off guard. Like, wow, this guy is willing to say, as Tom Ryan said, this guy is willing to say and do anything, get elected. And the answer is exactly. So remember, when, you know, it's the Chicago way. They pull a gun, you know, they pull a knife, you pull a gun. They pull a gun, you pull a cannon. They send one of yours to the morgue, you send 10 of theirs to the morgue. As Sean Connery said, that is the Chicago way in The Untouchables. So you have to like pound. They take a jab, boom, knock them to the pavement. It took a long time for them to come out with, boom, FBI probe. If Governor McKee can pull this off, he has absolutely bought off all the unions for the election. You know, and it came out yesterday. They're not even hiding it. In the past, by the way, Block Island is is like having a monsoon, torrential rainfall on Block Island. Not that they have a lot of voting or anything. But, you know, yesterday uh, in one of the endorsements, and I want to just find this. Uh, anyone wondering, think of this. Governor McKee, here's why the unions are voting for him. He has, listen to this. 300 million Tidewater Landing Project. Now, that's the soccer stadium. You know what's interesting about that, that no one's picked up on? That's interesting. They're saying that the project would only be 150 million for the stadium. Suddenly now, it's double the cost. Union construction, no bid jobs. They also list 220 million Superman building project. 300 million from the public school construction bond. 100 million South Quay wind terminal. They had a press conference yesterday. Millions in offshore wind construction. Millions in road bridge water construction. Plus, each union worker will get $3,000 a year for being a state worker. Folks, all of these under Governor McKee are no bid contracts. Now, in other states, Regular construction, private construction outfits would be able to bid on something like that. Not in Rhode Island. McKee stands next to organized labor and says the only way that you can do this project is you have to give them a no-bid contract. They juice up the price 30% of what it should be. And that's why a lot of people walk away. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now listen, <clears throat> the fall is a great time. Have someone work done on your home. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects. Free estimate for any project. It's J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Call them for a free quote, J. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. It's 1233. It's Tuesday. 
September 13th. It's primary day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. If you've been thinking of getting your driveway paved, residential, commercial, seal coating patios, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. 401-732-1730. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big, how small. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, they have your back and find out about that, right? The benefits of asphalt, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, J. Perry Paving. And remember, if you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran, no one has a better package deal for veterans than J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. If you're a veteran or your mom is or your dad or your grandfather, your uncle, or your brother-in-law or son or daughter, call them and say, I'd like to find out about getting a driveway paved for fill-in-the-blank who's a veteran. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon on this rainy primary day. The day has finally arrived. We should find out tonight. I think tonight we're going to find out who, in fact, uh, there is definitely a feeling. There's several big races that I'm going to touch on. Um, And there's some very interesting primaries going on, as a matter of fact. You know, because of the large number of Democrats today, for some races, are almost like the general election. So you want to see if Dominic Ruggiero, the Senate president, is going to hold on in North Providence. That's actually a three-person race. And one of the candidates is um, that Taco has been running a lot of negative ads about Ruggiero. We're also going to know who's going to take on Alan Fung. For the Langevin seat, that's going to be a big race to watch. We're also going to find out who the new mayor of Providence is going to be tonight. Now, we'll have everything up on the website, depetro.com. And, folks, we have some unique stories, original stories on depetro.com. Check it out. Uh brought to you by the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. So, Governor McKee tonight is going to find out. He is definitely his people in his polling. They are seeing that Helena folks is making a run. Uh, there's just no two ways about it. And I'll say this. He is he has left it all on the table. He has made promises to anyone that he could make a promise to. Nothing was off the table. He has made promises from. All the construction jobs to the teachers unions to everybody else to pork boy. You know, you don't let anyone else on the air, any of my opponents. You act as my spokesman. If I get a job, if I'm elected, I'll reward you with a, uh, you know, a state job. So anyone that he could promise something to, he has. Uh, Dan McKee abandoned the idea of people voting for him because they liked him. I'll say this about Governor Dan McKee. He gave up on the concept of people are going to go and vote for me because they believe in me and they believe in my um and they believe in my leadership or vision. It it's not that. He basically as I've said, <clears throat> he turned into the New York Yankees. And using our money, and here's the thing, taxpayer money at 1237, 
all of these unions, they they have no regard. Dan McKee isn't even a human to them. He is a puppet on the string. They say, we want more money for that, and he signs it away. We want you to add 15 more union positions over here. He signs it away. He is just dancing on a string. He is fill-in-the-blank puppet puppet politician. I know that sounds rough. It's also a fact. Now, they also regard the mayor of Pawtucket that way. And I think they regard that mayor of East Providence, De Silva, that way. Uh, They don't regard, for instance, they don't regard Charlie Lombardi that way, the mayor of North Providence. They don't regard the mayor of Johnson that way. Mayor Policina. But McKee, as Helena Folks has pointed out, worst, worst governor in the country. Folks, I also want to just mention this at 1238. And I know, I like to joke around. I'm going to play some of the stuff that I find amusing. But it speaks, you know, Justin Katz is right on the money. Every Monday we do the segment. <clears throat> we did it yesterday. Politics this week with Justin Katz. And one of the things he's mentioned that I think there's a lot of merit to it is they have destroyed the state so much that a lot of very good, competent individuals who would normally be here running for office, that would normally reside between Wesley and Woonsocket, have left the state. So it, then you just like, you know, you kind of whittle it down. You know, you have the, the Patriots have their starting lineup, and then they have the practice squad. So it would almost be as if the Patriots kind of lost half the lineup. Now you just have the practice squad in there. <clears throat> I mean, that it's not your imagination. The, the quality of individuals that run for office is not exactly cream of the crop. Bruce Sunland used to say, first you learn, then you earn. Then you serve. You know, so the mindset was first you learn. So you work hard, you're learning. Then you earn. Well, and also, you know, you're in school. Then you earn. Then you go out into the business world and you learn and you earn and you make a living. Then you serve. Ideally, the best case scenario for the state would be if Rhode Island had an influx of male and female executives in their ideally late 50s to 60s where they're in good health they reside in the state they have been successful they're retired or maybe they're at the tail end of their business career and now they decide to run for public office the problem is the state has chased so many of those people away you know now they're running condo boards you know, very efficiently in Florida, different places, but they're not running for public office. So then you get stuck with who's left. Right? Kind of the, just kind of who's like hanging around, so to speak. So you don't get the best quality type of individuals that are seeking office. So I want to play, though, Helena Folks. It will the, a, a question that she will be asked, which is a fair question, is did she shoot too high out of the box? Should she have run for a more winnable office? Now, obviously, the answer is, you know, now if she pulls this off, 
then it's going to be she did the right thing. And if she wins the primary, Helena Bonanno, folks, <clears throat> that's going to be very difficult for Ashley Kalis. Very difficult. Because then you have two women, two women with business experience. And folks is the person that's been in the state longer. Uh, but this is her final commercial that she released today. Boy, I, I think they've been late on everything. They found this stride late, uh, but she's never done this before. So she was good in the last debate. She got better in the second to last debate. She was good in that Channel 10 debate. The Channel 10 debate, they shouldn't have had that fake doctor on stage. In the Channel 12 debate, the format didn't favor her, and she still did better. It's finally in the final weekend is when, boom, the gloves came off. But a lot of people have voted by then. This is her final ad against Governor McKee. And false attacks. It's the worst kind of politics. Well, at least he got that right. But it's Dan McKee who's lying. Here's the truth. McKee has the worst job approval of any governor in America. Fired in an FBI investigation of a contract awarded to his cronies. Proof. And McKee refuses to release the subpoena about the scandal served on his administration. Dan McKee, lies, scandals, and America's worst governor. I'm Helena Bonanno, folks. Let's get big things done for Rhode Island. You know, I I think it's effective. Um, But what has really weighed her down, people thought it would be the fact that I think that she donated to Mitch McConnell. It's not that. She hasn't had a good answer and hear me out, folks. At 1242, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Everybody on Facebook Live, this is the Noon Report. I think we have a good, nice crowd on this rainy primary day. Um, there are certain things you can't overcome. There are certain things you can't overcome. It's an unknown. Can she get past the CVS lawsuits over the opioid scandal? I, maybe not. Maybe not. You know, some things are just can't be fixed. That could be one of them. This may be her first run for office and it may be her last run run for office. She shot big. She went through a lot of campaign people. She might be able to pull it off. All going to come down to now. I don't know what kind of ground game she's had. If she could pull us off, because it's really seemingly become a two person race. Her. Notice Nellie Gorbea is nowhere in that commercial. One of the problems with Helena folks is just when you're you're doing something like this, you don't know what you don't know. And I'll give him credit. You know, when she did an interview with Gene Valicenti early on, he explained to her what ballot harvesting is. Or, you know, the fact that Gene was the one, excuse me, in an interview explaining that. Doesn't bode well. Doesn't bode well because she's about to find out what ballot harvesting is. Because that's what McKee is all about. All of the unions filling out as many ballots as possible. You know, there's, when you're, people say, I want to do everything ethical and buy the book, but it's tough when you're up against people who cheat. Nellie Gorbea cheats. She does. McKee, forget about it. McKee has kept Port Boy, my old station, they, they should be ashamed. He's been acting as a McKee spokesman throughout the entire time, not even attempting. And by the way, this is not an element 
just be serious for a moment. This isn't a matter of I, I've been on the radio and there are people that I like and I, I respect and I think that they would be a, do a good job in the office. Uh, Mayor Fung is someone like that. But I didn't have a job attached to it. Where WPRO really let this cross over is there is a job waiting for a fathead pork boy down the dial if McKee gets into office. That is completely different. You know, this is not a matter of someone said to me, well, you like Trump. Yeah, but I, Trump was saying, hey, listen, if you help me capture Rhode Island, I got a job waiting for it. First of all, he was never going to capture Rhode Island in 2016 or 2020. But when you say to someone, and there's a gentleman's agreement, you know, if you do your part, help me get over, kind of run interference for me, act as a spokesperson on the airwaves. And in in the Valley Breeze, that was that thing he put in about Dr. Scott, that idiot, that fathead wrote about her. And uh, and the McKee people had to answer for that. You're looking at folks is dealing with. You know, as they say, if 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 you decide to wrestle with the pig, you're going to find that the pig likes to wrestle. The pig likes to wrestle in the mud and you're going to get messy. But the fact that they allowed this to go on as long as they did is just I mean, the, the, the thing about politics and I've been in the situations, you know, I was uh, there. When, you know, Cianci would wait to the final day and then leave the airwaves because he was running for office. You know, that happened in June of 2014. It's much different when you have a quid pro quo. When you have someone on the air who really just also acts as a defense. You know, you're not going to let anyone on the air. You're kind of doing a blockout. That is different. That should not have been tolerated. They were clear. Really intimidated by that fathead, that talentless, no talent. I'm going to play his uh, producer in just a moment asking Sabina Matos, do you identify as a human? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, there's a difference between, you know, I I liked and got along with and, and openly rooted for and supported and give very good coverage to Rhode Island Governor Don Kachiri. But at no point did I have a conversation with him of, hey, listen, if I help get you elected, you know, is there a state job in it for me? That's very, very different type of conversation. You know, obviously, you know, I, I liked Cranston Mayor Steve Laffey, but it never crossed over into, so if I help you get elected in some way, act as a surrogate for you on the airwaves, is there a job in here for me? I mean, that never happened. So this is... Uh, But I'll also say this, the Rhode Island Republican Party, and maybe if McKee wins, they will do this for the general, should file an ethics complaint that basically what Porkboy provides Governor McKee is a gift in kind. It isn't objective. It is a complete, it is like having a member of the campaign staff on the airwaves. And what you do is you're always running defense for McKee, and more importantly, you're keeping his opponents off the airwaves or any negative talk of that. Very, very unethical. Surprise, maybe I shouldn't be surprised that they allow something like that. Um, and that, and we're gonna have to find out, but they, they should file it's that, but it's embarrassing. 
years ago that wouldn't have been allowed. Um, I think one of the best examples was Idiot Boy actually, uh, a pork boy, had to, he had to go in on a vacation day to defend McKee. I think it was after like something about the FBI. I don't fully remember. But, um, but the fact that that's even allowed, they, they should fire. But we'll wait and see how that plays out. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now remember, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Also, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. AtMed Urgent Care, they specialize in ambulatory medicine. Here's what I want to say to you. The next time you have to go to an emergency, instead you want to go to AtMed Urgent Care. That's what I've done. They see you in less than 30 minutes. They have doctors, they have nurses. Instead of just waiting six, seven, eight hours at the emergency room, where you're the only one speaking English, go to AtMed Urgent Care. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, immunization, school, sports, physicals, cost-efficient healthcare alternative, AtMed Urgent Care. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, and work-related injuries. If someone is injured on the job, go to AtMed Urgent Care. They do it all, and if someone has COVID, mononuclear antibody infusions, it's at Med Urgent Care. Stop in and see them. All right, let me play. Now, listen, I also want to just frame this, that I, I, Bill Bartholomew, I mean, he's a nice guy. And every time I've interacted with him, I know he must at this point just feel like I'm picking on him. But at the same token, he is the producer for Pork Boy. So, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. You're the one working with it, that idiot. Um. <clears throat> But so he did an interview with Sabina Matos and I played this earlier and I was saying this is something this is someone I should say she should not be the lieutenant governor. She was city council of Providence. She voted to defund the police. She gave that speech on Friday encouraging union members to fight the Pawtucket police, which they did. And five of them got arrested and got their mugshots on DePedro.com. She has gone underground. She did one debate on Channel 12 in August. One debate on Channel 12 in August. And yesterday, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott endorsed Helena Folks. Now, if you check any campaign paraphernalia, it's the McKee, Matos, they, they are joined at the hip. They are blanking Siamese twins for crying out loud. So this is Pork Boy's producer. Going to catch up with her. Is she, apparently, she, I think she was going to vote or maybe she was campaigning, whatever. But this is the offshoot of do you identify as a cat or as a human? Now, the real question is, and I normally don't Monday morning quarterback, but how do you not mention this is someone that would not debate? This is someone that was at the protest Friday that turned very violent, was saying, well, you got to fight. And you people, you union people have to fight. And they did fight. They fought the Pawtucket police. And five people got arrested. And Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott endorsed Helena Folks. Now, this is the McKee Matos campaign. So the question should be, why do you... And then Matos put out a thing saying, oh, I support Dr. Scott. Why do you think she endorsed Helena Folks over you and McKee? But let's listen to this. Do you identify as a human or as a cat? This is Dan York Show producer. I have been very clear that I support the governor. The governor and I have been 100% working in collaboration in the people of the state of Rhode Island like them. There is no doubt. On, on Hold on. Let me, let me just play this from the beginning. All right, Lieutenant Governor, this how are you feeling today on election day? Oh, excited, anxious. Uh, 
that got past the last court. There's been some... Yesterday, you put out a statement about director, former director of health, Nicole Alexander-Scott, Dr. Alexander-Scott, on the day that she endorsed Helena Bonanno folks. There's been some talk radio-level chatter on this. What do you make of that? Do you feel like there's a divide between you and the governor on this, or is it just you're supporting the, the former health director on principle? Well, but he's not I, supporting you. I think, um, I think that what happened yesterday, um, I responded to a, uh, an inquiry that I got from a media. Amelia. And I believe it just was blown out of proportion. I have been very clear that I support the governor. I have been 100% working in collaboration in the people of the state of Rhode Island like staff. There is no doubt on, on who I'm supporting. Um, I, but I, I don't think there's any issues with supporting the governor and supporting the doctor. You're your own person. There's been this uh, notion that you're running with the governor, but do you see yourself, you know, whether you support him or not, do you see yourself as your own individual human being that has your own individual thoughts? I mean, you're not. Do you see yourself as a human being? See, this is the offshoot, folks, of, uh, I mean, can you imagine? Do you see yourself, do you identify as a human or do you identify as a cat? You know, he is actually the same one. This is Idiot Boy's uh, pork head, pork's producer, with uh, Hummel and Eileen Violet nodding along. Yeah, that's mean to knock anyone that identifies as a, as a species. This was him um, on uh, what used to be known as Lively Experiment. So. If a kid wants to wear a cat ears or cat whiskers or whatever it may be, however they want to dress. Yeah, how would that be disruptive? You know, it's also pathetic. It just is. And I'm going to call it out because a lot of the media won't. Uh, Juan, obviously not afraid to folks, but uh, the fact that they let that individual and, and I mean it, it's nothing personal, but the fact that that that's that the station they, that they let that person do the gubernatorial debate is is just it it really is just really incredible it shows the direction they're going um you you have someone that that says that adults that question that people children should not be identifying as cats are bullies and then saying to the lieutenant governor so do you identify as a human Without asking the real questions, like, where have you been? Boy, you know, do you regret encouraging people to fight on Friday? Five of them got arrested. If Matos wins this primary, I want everyone to understand at 1256, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, we're going to be very aggressive in the general election. Because I like the Republican candidate, Aaron. I do. Guckian. Matos is hiding a lot. You know, it would be comical will be if she wins and McKee loses. Because then she's just out on her own. So she is a defund the police Democrat. She was chosen because Governor McKee feels and felt that she's going to help him in the Latino community. You know, Dan McKee is going to find out tonight. He made some calculated decisions. One was choosing her 
as his lieutenant governor. And it was not incompetence. It was on pandering, pandering to try to get the Latino vote and thought she can help him get the Latino vote. And the second decision that Governor Dan McKee made, former mayor of Cumberland, was to completely sell his soul to the unions. Roll over. I'm not popular. People don't like my leadership style. I'm the least popular governor in the country. I'm just going to give them whatever they want. And they claim that they'll get the ballots out and they'll help me win. And the problem is the bill's going to come due. And if you're wondering who's going to have to pay the bill, look in the mirror. Because we're going to have to pay the bill. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. So nice to see Tom, uh, Tim Johnson and his lovely family the other night. Folks, Propane Plus, two locations, East Greenwich, Rehoboth. If you're in Rhode Island and you use propane, you want Propane Plus heating and cooling. Or if you're a builder, a lot of homes and structures are being, uh, people are using propane now. 401-885-4209, Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359, three generations they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, online billing, receive a free safety inspection. They have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. And just type in your zip code, residential, commercial, always there for you, Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. And in Massachusetts, 508 252 3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, it's 1259. It is primary day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Thank you for the stars. We will be back on Facebook later for a primary night coverage. Here's what we could do. We have another full hour to go. As you know, President Biden was in Rhode, uh, Massachusetts yesterday. We talked about that with Donna Perry. We're going to play some of the sound, but we're going to give you the latest now. On uh, the, the polls are very light, as I predicted. Very, very light. Early voting and mail ballots have taken over, as I predicted. Very, very light voting on this primary day. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, get you up to speed on all the national news. The power primary power hour is next. You can listen at AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or at the website, dipetro.com. Just click on Listen Live. We're going to be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.